Welcome to the Outer Realm with Michelle DeRoche and Amelia Pisano. Airing live on the United Public Radio Network, 105.3 FM in New Orleans. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Wednesday night segment of The Outer Realm. We are broadcasting live on the United Public Radio Network, UFO, Paranormal Radio Network, 105.3 and 107.7 FM from the beautiful city of New Orleans. And we are on Roku, people. Get on over and find us on Roku. No chat room there, though. Just warning you all. So, uh, But you can watch us from the comfort of your, your living room, your bedroom. Uh, whatever floats your boat. Anyway, we are fully sponsored by the amazing people over at Folgers Coffee who have been a part of our journey since day one. So thank you, Folgers. We appreciate you so very much. Also, big thank you to Dr. Snick, Justin Snicker, the sonic surgeon, for the contribution of his music and his voice for the intro and the outro. Uh, you can find him on Bandcamp, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, anywhere that you can find good music. Just saying. Artwork by Steve McGinnis. Thank you to him. You can find him on Instagram and you can find him on Facebook. Has a lot of commission pieces and he's responsible for the artwork here, of course, at the Outer Realm. So tonight, I've really been looking forward to this. and I'm sure Bubbles is just like totally sad that she's missing it. But hopefully she'll be with us um, next week, maybe. Fingers crossed. But anyway, we have a collaboration of... Two colleagues, two friends, and definitely two people that, that Amelia and I consider friends. So it's always such a thrill to have them on board. So tonight we will be talking pretty much anything that they want to talk about, ET related, ancient aliens, you know, false flags, you know, fear, unfounded, should we be, and other things that we have been talking about. A lot of people that have been approaching me with certain things, and I'm kind of like, Ah, oh, okay. Joe talked a little bit about it tonight on his show, but we're, we're just going to tackle it one step at a time. So um, remember, guys, <laughs> seven chat rooms. Roku doesn't have one, but it's kind of like this super highway that just kind of comes into like one lane going kind of really slow. So it's not like I am not going to try to get to everybody. I will, but we need to keep up with our guests. Okay. So a lot of people are chiming in. We've got Nancy. Hello, Dolly. Hello, Michael. Hello, hello, hello. So people, I will get to you. I promise. But for now, we start with our guests and the stage is theirs. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, hey. Thank you, babe. Hello, hello. <laughs> I Preston, I Michelle. <laughs> I know I'm so giddy because I just like I I just been waiting for this because I knew it was just gonna be a whole boatload of fun. So you know everybody's like chiming in too, right? So you guys can just feel free when I when I do something like like this, it's just putting up comments. If you're talking, don't feel you have to address it. It's just to acknowledge people. Um, and 
because we're FM, like, you know, primarily our audience is audio. So I will usually read out the comments for the audio people that are listening. Okay. There we go. Look at that, Michael. Nobody's more excited than Michael right now. This <laughs> is all over the chat. <laughs> so there we go. Hey, Tamara. And of course, Dolly's in the house. Hello, Dolly. There we go. I always want to break out in song when I say that. <laughs> just, I just, I just here. <laughs> so how are you guys? How are you guys? How have you been keeping? I, you know, I feel good. I took a nap. You know, at my age, you take a little nap. I'm and, jealous. Uh, I was thinking, I, was, I got four hours sleep last night. And part of it, I mean, I was just thinking about church stuff too, but I was like, okay, I want to be good. You see, I even put a jacket and tie on. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Thank and, you. Uh, I feel good. And it's, <laughs> Preston, it's great to see you. I know you're going to talk to Ray and RJ, uh, RJ and Deb. I've got all kinds of stuff lined up. I know. <laughs> They're good people. They're, and it's nice. It's nice. When when doesn't this, Preston have something lined up? He always does. Those and books just keep rolling off the conveyor belt. I know. Michelle, it's good to see you. Thank you. Thank you. I've been moving all day. So I I'm know. just been like, I come back, I realize I have an hour to showtime. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I gotta do something with myself. That's just gonna be like mortifying the audience. <laughs> it's high stress. I mean, the moving is stressful. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Plus, yeah. you know, my furniture is apparently like extremely heavy, and and I really hear about it a lot, especially right now. Why do you have to buy heavy stuff? I don't oh. know. It just calls to me. <laughs> Press is like. No. <laughs> I know. I hate to move. I got so many books. Preston, I see those books back there. But I got so many books too. And 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 you know, to move all that stuff. Oh it's heavy. Put them in boxes and get them go. When Dolly was moving, she goes, I cannot believe how many books Preston. I know, has. I know. And I got statues and all, oh my God. But anyway, I, I hope oh. everything will be fine, which I'm sure it will be. Thank it's you. It's just a hassle. It's just a hassle. It, it really is, <laughs> you know, it could just really get into lots of fights when you move. <laughs> Every time you move, you say, that's the last time. <laughs> yes, yeah, true. That's right. true. Yeah. I don't believe it anymore. <laughs> I just oh think it's just God. false flags. <laughs> but, you know, you always survive. It. That's the thing, because you've done it before. But, you know, I'm going to I'm going to cheer you on, but it's a hassle. When Thank we you. Moved here in April, <laughs> it was just a nightmare. I'll take Back whatever I can get. Hey, you always throw something <laughs> away, and then you always lose something that you don't yep. know where it went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, and and you just find like the whole, um, you know, the whole throwing things away. I I, I just send everything to Habitat for Humanity, and truckloads oh, have yeah. been going. And the yeah. last time I did, I'm like. I actually give that away <laughs> now things are going and I'm just kind of going I know I'm gonna regret it I know I'm gonna regret yeah. it but but you know ah, what it's like, it's like getting rid of clutter out of your life you know because if yes. you weren't moving you would have that stuff still on you would still have that stuff yes but yeah. some of that stuff I really like yeah. What's that, Preston? It's just good. Every time I move, I still have boxes I don't open. I've got stuff that must be years old that I'm still trying to go through from yeah. the last move I did. We <laughs> see it makes it easier for the next move, though, right? It's already packed and ready to go. <laughs> so. No more. I'm not doing it anymore. 
No, <laughs> no, you guys are in a great spot, though. I love it. I love it. So, um, I have to say, I'm, I, I'm going to start with this, just because it's been coming up a lot, and people have been approaching me with this a lot, and we've had I've had guests coming on, and this is a theory that's going on now, and I think Joe talked about it on his show tonight because it's really become a thing, and I thought who better to ask <laughs> you guys um a lot of new theories coming up is that demons are, are aliens or demons and we're being we're being tricked and we are i want to address it because it really falls into um you know like like a lot of people have fear to start with and they're trying to work through that fear yeah. and then with this new again and people don't tell you it's theories but you know i don't know what do you guys think Whoever wants to start, stage is yours. Well, I can certainly address this. <laughs> <because> <laughs> I certain... <laughs> All right. This is a controversial subject, and yeah. I certainly don't want to anger people or offend them in any way. Yeah. Uh, but I will say that, yeah, there I've met people who truly, honestly believe this, that ETs are demonic. But the entire UFO phenomenon is demonic. Mm -hmm. but frankly, anything paranormal, if you see a ghost, it's demonic. Yeah. Um, yeah. This right. can go different levels and layers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. some feel, you know, some people are demonic. Now, according to traditional re religious theory, and you, Michael, could probably talk more authoritatively about this than me, d demons are spirits, mm -hmm. not human spirits. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. there's an enormous amount of literature on them, and they mm -hmm. are real. There is no doubt that there are demonic spirits. If mm -hmm. you look at the evidence for them, it's, but yeah, they're real. Right. And I right. can tell you, I have investigated many hauntings, and some I think were of that ilk. Right. Uh, they were not normal ghosts. These are right. like really bad. Mm -hmm. It follows a very set pattern. I mean, it really does. A demonic haunting generally starts out with. Someone gives an opening in some way using a Ouija board, perhaps, or doing mm -hmm. some black magic, or just mm -hmm. opening themselves to evil, if you will, or just darn bad luck moving into a place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from yeah, and then it starts with knockings on the walls, mm -hmm. cold spots, mm -hmm. terrible smells, mm -hmm. you know, typical poltergeist activity. But poltergeists can sometimes be mischievous and light. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they can get really bad. Mm -hmm. It moves up to infestation. It usually targets one person in the household, mm -hmm. most vulnerable. It follows a very set pattern. Mm -hmm. And you can see this in the literature. And I had my own cases. I'm like, wow, <laughs> these guys who looked into this were right. Mm -hmm. It is a spiritual phenomenon. Mm -hmm. What you don't see with demonic hauntings are people being taken on board a craft. <laughs> that yeah. doesn't happen. You, mm -hmm. they, Demons do not heal people. Right. And so this is a separate phenomena from extraterrestrials. Mm -hmm. And there are some people who think, well, you know, some humans can become demonic. I am mm -hmm. not so sure that that is factually true. Right. But it would be a lot easier to prove that some humans, some humans can follow down the demonic pathway, mm -hmm. so to speak. Mm -hmm. And yeah. you can that. But yeah. ETs, no, this is a different and I cannot underline this and stress this enough. It's a completely separate phenomenon. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Ichis are not demonic. 
Right. One quote I like to use is, by their fruits, you shall know them. Right. <laughs> because it's true. People who mm -hmm. go through the contact experience, yeah, it can be difficult. But mm -hmm. ultimately, it's transformative. It wakes you up psychically. You mm -hmm. get healed. Um, you're taken on board a craft. It's completely different. Mm -hmm. And it always irks me when people say, well, they're all demonic. I'm like, well, wait a second. Again, according to traditional religious theory, isn't it one-third that are fallen angels and two-thirds are you know, just fine. Right. So wouldn't most UFOs be angelic? I mean, that makes perfect logical sense to me if yeah. you're going to go with that theory. Mm -hmm. but, yeah, I understand why people feel that way, but I challenge you to base your conclusions on actual factual cases, evidence. Mm -hmm. Show me how you can tell me that this is actually demonic. How can right. you conclude that? That's right. my... That's my 10 cents for inflation. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I agree. I, I think, though, that, we, you know, the fear factor uh, and, of course, the indoctrination of Western, you know, in Western culture regarding, you know, this, this, this duality in our theology, that mm -hmm. there's good and evil. There is black and white. There's no gray area, no pun intended. Right. And so um, I, I think that plays a lot into it. I have a, a family member who is evangelical Christian. Mm -hmm. We love each other to death. I'd move heaven and earth for her. It's my half sister. Mm -hmm. But um, if, it, if Jesus is not involved, uh, it's demonic. It's, right. it's, and, and, and it reminds me, uh, Preston, of, the, of uh, Shakespeare's line in Hamlet, the, the spirit I've seen may be the devil. And the devil hath power to assume a pleasing shape. Right. So it's like, don't confuse me with the facts. You, you may be healing, but mm -hmm. maybe that's just a facade. Mm -hmm. And so I think we have to take that into account. When I talked about this 20, 25 years ago as a, as a, uh, as a clergy person, not only did people think I was nuts, but they, uh, they you know, well, they just thought I was nuts and that this wasn't a real phenomenon. Now, yeah. 25 years later, my more uh, evangelicalistic brothers and sisters now, and I call this progress, I'm not nuts, but I'm dealing with demons. Mm -hmm. I, I, I will say this. When I was in New York and it was two camps, again, the polarity, mm -hmm. I was in the John Mack camp and there was, at that time, it was Bud. And mm -hmm. Bud, at that time, when we all grow... Um, David Jacobs wasn't on the scene that I knew of then, mm -hmm. but the people in Bud's group were having uh, sperm and ovum taken. They were having um, anal probes, and to to you know to I I I, I, mm -hmm. I can only imagine what that's like. Mm -hmm. So this was a demonic thing. This was something that was just untoward. It was you know the fear factor was off the charts, mm -hmm. and so for people who've had that. I want to be clear. I'm not saying that doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. I'm not quite in the other camp um, with Brother Greer um, mm -hmm. and, and others that they're all angelic mm -hmm. because that's just not how I've experienced life. I mm -hmm. think they're benevolent folk, like human, be human beings can be benevolent mm -hmm. and they can be malevolent. Mm -hmm. But because we don't understand and because of our religious doctrination, where it's either or, mm -hmm. 
Right. Um, it's either you're good or you're evil. Mm -hmm. It's either you're God or demonic. And and we that's just what our nation does. There's right. no middle ground. That's why I love the Eastern philosophies and what have you. Not a panacea, but they they they're, they're more realistic mm -hmm. in, in what's going on. I have not experienced in the many experiences that I've had mm -hmm. something that I would truly say demonic from star people. Right. I have, as Preston has talked about, I have um, been around um, a phenomenon that I couldn't explain, coldness in the room. Mm -hmm. um, I could see my breath in the summertime around someone who's saying, I have this issue. And mm -hmm. I remember someone calling me to their uh, home. It was a welfare hotel. It was in New York. And uh, I was a chaplain. And we weren't really supposed to see patients once they left the hospital. Mm -hmm. But I developed a rapport. It was in August. And I went to this hotel to see this woman. And I mean, it was sweltering. Mm -hmm. I had my Bible, mm -hmm. which, you know, that's where I was at that time. Mm -hmm. And I had my my collar on. Mm -hmm. And when she opened her door, I was freezing. So I knew it was something. And I got out as fast as I could. I said the Lord's Prayer. I said some other platitudes. And I got out. Because right. I knew this was above my pay grade. Right. So I hear you. Mm -hmm. um, and they're just things we don't understand. But I think that fear factor, mm -hmm. um, it's, it's religiously indoctrinated. Whether, mm -hmm. you, whether you really believe it or not. Mm, I agree um, with you. There. And, 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 and I take it seriously, but I don't mm. really believe in it to that degree. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh. With their map of the world. So I agree, I agree with what Preston is saying. I have yeah. not experienced that from extraterrestrials. I've spent two decades working with malevolent hauntings. And a lot of times it's, I, I'll back up. I, I'd say half the time, People experiencing that were experiencing extraterrestrial activity as well. So I tend to wonder if there's a connection with mindset with, with all of that, you know, because it's especially like, you know, you, you, you kind of start working with people and they're describing great. Yeah. The demonic activity is completely different, you know, like they have, I mean, I would say out of that 50%, I would say, mm -hmm three quarters of them have had good experiences with ET and the other half, they, they can't even figure it out. And I usually chalk it up to a lot of times it's psychokinesis, you know, they're projecting that energy themselves. Um, and I always, you know, go for psychiatric assessments. I'm like, you know, and, and, and it's really hard to say to somebody, you know, I'm requesting you to get some kind of a psychological assessment. I need permission from the person you're working, who's working with you for me to be able to work with you. And, and I leave it at that because you, you essentially are playing counselor to, 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 to people, you know, I mean, I, I dabbled in counseling just so I didn't say the wrong thing to somebody because I'm not a doctor. So I'm just there to sort of guide people through and I teach people how to work with mindset. So I this think, seems to be uh, yeah. thing. Go ahead, Preston. Sorry. Or whoever. Yeah, I'm sorry, Preston. Go on, brother. I'm sorry. Everybody just jump in. Yeah, I, I mean, there's, something to say about the person being involved with this because people have done a lot of research into poltergeists and poltergeists and demonic activity are certainly related and yeah. poltergeist activity almost always takes place around a youngster who's often emotionally disturbed 
Right. And there's a theory that what's going on here is in a way uncontrolled mediumship, but yes. also in a way a person's negative emotions are suppressed to a degree that they become dissociated mm -hmm. and start acting out. And you can have what's essentially a conscious fragment of a personality wreaking havoc. Mm -hmm. And what's really interesting is I've, I've studied this and I've studied mm -hmm. all the different types of paranormal and that led me to multiple personalities. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, I found something very interesting about multiple personalities and I wanted to make sure that this wasn't explaining, you know, people who are having contact or demonically mm -hmm. possessed because they right. used to think that. And really these people were just suffering from multiple personalities and right. a person with severe MPD actually will have a demonic personality who wreaks havoc mm -hmm. and another one that's basically angelic. Right. So this is a person's, all their feelings are sort of splintered and spread out. There's mm -hmm. something to be learned from cases like these. What I mm -hmm. also found really interesting is that uh, dissociative identity disorder, MPD patients, mm -hmm. almost always without exception, are profoundly psychic. Right. They do have a wide variety of paranormal activity. Mm -hmm. And this is true with contactees. Mm -hmm. So when someone's a contactee, it doesn't surprise me that they experience paranormal activity of a wide variety of kinds. Right. Often contactees will tell me, you know, I'm experiencing shadow people. What is this? I'm having poltergeist activity. Yeah. Why? Right. It's because, you know, your, your bioelectric field, if you will, mm -hmm. is shining out and spirits can sense this. Right. Um, and if you look through history, like the, the saints throughout mm -hmm. history, mm -hmm. were very much into meditation and enlightenment mm -hmm. and, spiritual development often were demonically attacked right a person as they go through a spiritual awakening can draw negative energies towards them mm -hmm. so this could be what's happening in some of these contactee cases right yeah 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 i i, I yeah you know the story of the buddha you know how he was tempted obviously jesus mm -hmm. I, I i think though the key to that is as you know, whether we are trained, um, you know, listening to people and just mm -hmm. taking it seriously um, is the best you can do. Mm -hmm. As you say, if it's above your pay grade, you know, and I'm using mm -hmm. that facetiously, but, you know, you say, well, I can't help you. Let me refer you to someone. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, because when you when you're in when your nervous system is overloaded and you're in that sense of fear, uh, people are not they, they they can't hear mm -hmm. what we're saying because um, you know they're in that they're in that that vibration. Mm -hmm. um, so it's it's always I find that that just being able to listen in, in, in a non-judging way is is the best you can do. Mm -hmm. Not unless you you know you you are trained in, in, in this type of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it, it reminds me though of um, Einstein's quote, uh, you know, the, the most important question we can ask ourselves is, is the universe a friendly place? Mm -hmm. Because the answer to that question will lead us through our lives. Right. And, and so, um, that that has a lot to do with how we view and and of course religion uh, I, I can't write it off 
Uh, I'm not a religious person. Mm -hmm. uh, I know people say, well, you're a minister, but I'm a Unitarian Universalist minister. Right. Um, uh, but, and so there's room for me mm -hmm. in that paradigm. Um, but it's, 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 you, it's what, what's your outlook on life? And, and religion mm -hmm. has, has taught us it's either right. this or it's that. Mm -hmm. and, and so a lot of us are still in that paradigm. Right. And so you're going to look at the world as split mm -hmm. until, you know, maybe uh, E.T. experience one NDE or, you know, I know someone who had an, uh, uh, a mystical experience jogging in San Francisco uh, mm. right as the sun was coming up. So it doesn't have to be NDE, right. OBE or whatever. Right. Uh, uh, but but and then and then it snaps you out of that trance. Mm -hmm. that, Whoa, right. wait a minute. This is bigger than I thought it was. <laughs> and right. so then right. you, can, you break that, you break that trance. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't happen to everybody, but it can. Mm -hmm. And so um, mm -hmm. you, you, know, you keep on keeping on. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we as a species seem to really love labeling thing. Labels, yes. labels, labels. <laughs> yes. Let's put a name on it and that explains it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I think because there's so much diversity. I'm looking at it now from pop culture, and as we go, in, we're in this age of Aquarius now. And Aquarius is the information mm. bearer, and, and then and it's about diversity, Aquarius, mm -hmm. and technology. And right. so you know, you know, this person's trans, and this person's African American, and this person is is white, and and this person is is a witch, and because there's so much diversity mm -hmm. that we can't, we, we don't know how to handle it, so we have to label it, right? And hopefully, we will get past that, where where we will just be the people that we are. But the, you know, Preston's absolutely right. We, mm -hmm. we, you know, we 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 put things in boxes because we're mentally lazy, and if I if I can put you in that box. Then I, oh, I feel better. I can put Preston in the box. Right. I got Michelle no. in the box. I got <laughs> we put ourselves in the box. Put you in that box, then I feel better. Right. I feel comfortable. Yeah. Right. I, I, I've come to realize, I think, that the universe is safe because we are oh, a part no of question. the universe. At least for me. Or, for me. For me. Yeah. I mean, right. It's you can experience pain and loss and right. all kinds of, of things that we interpret as negative. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, are they really? They are an experience. Mm -hmm. That's why we're life. here, right? <laughs> right. And yeah, the fact yeah, that we are an integral yeah. part of this universe. I, we I have wanna, all part of the universe I'm within sorry. us. Yeah. I, I agree, guys. I'm going to push back a little. You know, I, I, I happen to believe in reincarnation, okay? Mm -hmm. um, so that colors my Weltanschauung, my worldview, you know, there was a time, whether it was this lifetime or another lifetime, where we were the people that we're talking about. Interesting, yeah. And yeah. in that case, see, in this lifetime, I come back as a man of color, certain lessons I have to learn. I say, okay, I'll pick a brown body on this time. I'll be heterosexual, whatever. My point being is that what what keeps the compassion in the game, what keeps the non-judgmental in the game mm -hmm. is the patience because at another time, I was probably one of these people. I probably killed some people. I probably persecuted some people. Mm -hmm. And so 
it muddies the waters a bit, but it keeps the, the lines of communication open. And that's why I say to me, the mm -hmm. universe is a friendly place, but maybe 500 years ago, when I was a little boy in Italy or something, mm -hmm. uh, uh, maybe it wasn't such a friendly place. And right. so I, I have to always keep that in mind because people are at different stages of the journey. Exactly. It's you a know. constant state of evolution. Yes. At least that's what we're supposed yes. to be doing, so right? Me, Evolving. The lifetime, the, the years, you know, I got my little psychic thing going on. I got the little energy healing going on in this lifetime. Right. I, I'm, I'm a little more enlightened. Right. But right. Maybe, maybe my last lifetime, oh, I'm a different person now than I was 20 years ago. So I, I just throw that in so mm -hmm. that we that we keep it real that mm -hmm. you know you know there was one time when we weren't so what we are now right so, well, i'm glad you mentioned reincarnation in, in past lives because i not only believe it i've experienced that mm -hmm. you know, having some out-of-body experiences and astral projection experiences um anyone who's gone through that on any repetitive basis knows you will re start remembering your past lives mm -hmm. And I've got, I've had quite a bit of experience with that. So I did start looking deeply into past lives because yeah, this is true. a paranormal thing. I'm like, okay, yeah. let's get all the books. Let's start interviewing people. Right. And it's really interesting because yes, this has been pretty much proven. I would point people to the works of, of Ian Stevenson. Of Ian Stevenson, mm -hmm. yes. Yeah, he pretty much proved it. And mm -hmm. it is astounding. And you can see it in other people. You can mm -hmm. see it in yourself. If you want to know what your past lives are, look to your phobias. Look oh. to your likes and dislikes. Yeah, it's true. Look to the deja vu. Look to your mm -hmm. talents. I you think know, as are... soon as you start to evolve, you know, you, you start to remember. I started remembering and having snippets from the time I was a child. Now mm -hmm. it's like I, I've known all kinds. I mean, it, it just makes itself aware through visions, through downloads, yes. through yeah, readings, yeah. through next thing, you know, like, I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> and, even in, and even in Western culture, guys, as yeah. I feel you know, you know, reincarnation was a part of Christianity. It was just, sure. it was just taken out mm -hmm. uh, for, for all the obvious and maybe not so obvious reasons. What I want to do, this is going to be shameless, but um, my friends, Deb and RJ, <laughs> oh, just do it. Yeah. Uh, 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 you know, they have a wonderful, um, conference in, 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 in the fall of my good, good uh, friend of mine, Natalie Olson, wonderful psychic and deeply spiritual person. Um, what, what I'm noticing um, more and more, a good married bat said another uh, mm. uh, talented person. But I, when I, I, what I'm noticing more and more, and especially with their work, is they will have speakers who are talking about Bigfoot, speakers who identify maybe as witches or whatever, speakers who from the you know who expertise is extraterrestrial. In other words, we, we instead of having these disciplines separated, because mm -hmm. as we just said about 20 minutes ago, all this poltergeist, and I think Michelle, you you touched on it, um, that all these disciplines are whether, whether you, you see an ET or whatever, this is all under one rubric. Mm. And what we've been doing is keeping it separate. Well, I'll talk about Bigfoot, but I don't know about those extraterrestrial people. Or, you know, the, the, mm. you know I don't know about those Bigfoot people. I don't, and, and what I'm finding is not, it, it's coming along that some of these conferences, some people are saying, we want expertise from all of these so we can see where they interconnect. Mm -hmm. 
where these disciplines interconnect and mm-hmm. that what we have in common with one another. And I find that very exciting. I, I think wow. that's that's fantastic. If we can get there. Um, I'm just well, going to just, you know, we're getting there. I, like I said, it, it's yeah. it's happening. I remember when everything was separate. ET right. people didn't talk to Bigfoot people. Right. Bigfoot people didn't talk to poltergeist people. But but they all intersect. You know, I, I, I love that. Back I know in, Preston knows this. this mess <laughs> back in the day when people, you know, when the UFO field started becoming more seriously considered, there were researchers out there who only talked about sightings. Yes. They would not yes. Humanoid reports. They would not. Right. And that included onboard experiences. That certainly yep. included crash retrievals. Yes. And that all now is pretty much part and parcel of the UFO field. And Preston's yeah. older than me, so he he he, he, he remembers all this. <laughs> I'm about infinity <laughs> years old. If you really I'm want te- to know, I'm teasing. I'm <laughs> teasing, brother. Think <laughs> about past lives. You know, you can say, "Oh, I'm you know 20, I'm 30, I'm 40." Well, no, you're actually infinity. Right. And yeah. it's really. This is no wonder I feel so like dog dead, exhausted. <laughs> Now, now I know. I mean, it's something important to think about because we feel like, oh my gosh, I'm this mm. old, you know, I'm this yes. person. Right. But truly, you are absolutely an inviolate entity who is eternal right. and has had many lives. And that right. will include past lives as extraterrestrials. Barbara right. Lamb, I wanted to mention this, mm-hmm. came into this field as a past life regressionist. Mm. Started, you know, work going into the... Uh, regressions of contactees, mm-hmm. which were definitely connected. And many contactees recall yeah. past mm-hmm. lives as extraterrestrials. Right. That happened to me, actually, oh. a couple of times. And my first hint of it was when I went to see a couple of channelers. One was a really famous guy, Daryl Anka. Right. And it was just a small little group. He points at me, and I'm not well-known at all. Mm-hmm. He's like, hmm. I see UFOs over your head. Does that make any sense? I'm like, yeah, actually, that kind of does. <laughs> right. And he says, well, you were an alien in your past life. He says, you're here to anchor the ET energy. You're going to be doing some work in this area. And like, boy, oh, oh boy, <laughs> right? <laughs> Are you working? Speaking <laughs> well, those books out. Because we like to you know, stick to our identity and individuality. Right. right. That is just like Michael said, a suit we're putting on for a little while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you will see this when you start having astral projection experiences and mm-hmm. spend some time on the other side right. and connect with source and mm-hmm. with everyone else. Because right. the human race is telepathic. It really is. Even though we don't really consciously realize it, we are influencing each other in very profound ways. I think people just think they're talking to themselves. I've, I, 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 telepathically communicate with things around me and I'm just like, hmm, <laughs> I know I wouldn't just come up with that craziness. So <laughs> it's yeah, got yeah. to be something else. <laughs> one, one more point. There was a guy in Hawaii who was a really well-known psychic healer and very effective. And people were like, how do you do this? And he says, well, I just think of the entire universe as my body. I am mm-hmm. you and you are me. Right. We and, are one. And I'm just healing myself. Right. Right. It's all about consciousness, just connecting yes, to consciousness. We connect to one another. I'm that's just going to get to some comments and questions. Yeah. Uh, please ask Preston about George Knapp. Has stated that there are those in government that refuse to look at the phenomenon because they do believe it's demonic. Oh, 
Yeah. <laughs> and this is a little okay, bit of Preston? <laughs> yes. Tell us what you really feel, Preston. True. I mean, I, I have to respect people's beliefs, but I would really like to, to people to throw their beliefs away. Beliefs are not, generally speaking, a foundation of true knowledge. Knowledge Tradition. comes from personal experience. Yeah. And our governments are refusing to talk about anything but sightings, period. Mm -hmm. They won't talk. They have not mentioned Betty and Barney Hill or Travis Walton or Charles Hickson and Calvin Parker or Betty Andreessen or mm. Whitley Strieber or anyone who thinks they saw an ET at mm -hmm. all. They won't talk about ET. They just won't talk mm -hmm. about UAPs. UFOs. They won't talk about landings either. No. They yeah. are joking about Roswell. And they, I think they know full well, at least at the very highest levels of government mm -hmm. or the secret government or the cabal, exactly mm. what this is right and them being the i'll just say mm. it nasty people they are the, right. the ones who are, have chosen a demonic path honestly right uh, right isn't it funny <laughs> though when you say that preston and then and then you see this this how they're trying to merge it together yeah now, there's a he's there was a very clever disinformation campaign going on mm -hmm. um so i think that's part of what's going on here mm -hmm. and there are people who i think are i mean stephen greer told me this he says did you know that the people the highest levels of government are worship satan i'm like wait what <laughs> um, <laughs> where was i <laughs> yeah are you kidding right. me um, I yes. can't really speak to that <laughs> i honestly can't well, look, but it's look concerning Corey good is coming out saying that 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 was all lies he was like yeah. a big whistleblower it's like what happened there was he threatened or was he just like an all right gigs up i don't know well, it just doesn't make it look good for people who are really trying to get the word out for real you know yeah that's exactly what i'm talking about the muddy waters the disinformation mm -hmm. it's yeah. a twisted game a hall of mirrors mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh <-huh>. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh okay i'm just going to try to work my way down yeah bob lazar uh travis hey, Walton. he he was just on a show he was just on a show last night here on chasing prophecy he's he's actually been on a few times on the network um okay there we go it's enlightening when dolly and preston do their talks and flow of them both is just wonderful i love watching them <laughs> so um okay i, I want to go back up back up because i know we do have a lot of um okay thank you brother michael michigan ufo contact believes that all phenomena are intertwined and we need more unity yeah, yeah i agree yeah. We, we 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 do we do it's it's um you know it's it's an enigma wrapped in an enigma wrapped in you know uh joe petsy and uh, you know, remember uh, Kevin Costner's had that wonderful line. It's the nigga, you know, about the assassination, JFK. Right. And, you know, there's with dif disinformation, obviously, is out there. Mm -hmm. And the best disinformation always has a kernel of truth. Mm -hmm. um, I was talking to RJ about this, and I know I've mentioned it with Deb. And even Natalie, they're they're all tuned in. Um, you know, we 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 have to 
those of us who have taken the responsibility of, of talking about our experiences and whatever, I think that we have to, in some ways, um, emphasize that people need to trust their own intuition. Mm -hmm. Because I, in the UFO community, I don't even know what that means, but I'm using the word, mm -hmm. is that, that we're so used to experts telling us what is. And, and as Preston said, a lot of these folks haven't had the experience. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, for me, like I, I have a lot of friends who fought in Southeast Asia, SEALs, Green Berets, whatever. And I've studied it. I don't know. I've always been fascinated. Maybe I died in a war another time, which I'm sure I have. I've always been fascinated about the Vietnam War. But, you know, as much as I've studied, and I could be like an amateur scholar about it, I've never had someone fire a shot at me in anger. Right. right. Never, so, so, you know what I mean? And, and I'm not saying that we don't need uh, the, uh, the people who are the so-called talking heads or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I think as we go forward in 2023 and beyond, that I'm, I'm going to call this the year of the experiencer, mm -hmm. that we're going to be taken more seriously and we're going to to make ourselves heard. This is what you do, Michelle. This mm. is what you do, Preston. Uh, you give voice to the voiceless. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you, you make people uh, more taken seriously so mm -hmm. that we're not co-opted by disinformation, um, and, and, but, but people have to, and my role, I think is mm. I'm stressing to people it's, it's uncomfortable at first, but you need to trust your own intuition. You mm -hmm. need to be able to say, well, this resonates with me. Some of the things we've talked about already, it may or may not resonate with some people and that's okay. I'm not, mm -hmm. we're not here to force you to believe, but if mm -hmm. there's a kernel of truth in it, you will know, and you will want to explore it. Mm -hmm. Because we have people who, you know, uh, people saying I'm 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 a retired um, intelligence agent. Mm -hmm. Nobody retires. That's like retiring from the mafia. Right. You don't retire from intelligence, right? And and That's so and yeah. sometimes these folks talk about they talk out of both sides of their mouth. I've mm -hmm. heard certain individuals talk about. Um, yes, this is true, and these UAPs are true, and then at the same time, they'll say, but they're a threat. So I'm mm -hmm. like, well, okay, let me, okay, let, 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 me, let me listen to this, uh, because you're saying you're retired, and you're saying one thing, but you're saying, so, so, but you have to, and, and you develop that, what, through prayer, through meditation, through being alone, through shows like this, through, mm -hmm. through talking to Preston, those kinds of things, but we have mm -hmm. to empower our experiencers because right. we're already fragile right. because because our reality has been shattered. Right. And you got people saying you're crazy, but you're not crazy. And so, and, and, and so I think that shows like this, the people tuning in that we need to empower folk because mm -hmm. as Preston said, and as you said, there are layers upon layers, there's an enigma wrapped in an enigma. And, and, and so you have, at some point, you're going to have to say, and that may change. You may, what I believe right now about the phenomenon or anything else in my life, because I'm changing, I'm growing, I'm evolving, it may be different a year from now. It may not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I like what you said, Michael, about using your intuition, because yes. that is important. We do have this ability, and it's something we all need to develop, and it will help you immensely. But mm -hmm. equally important is using your logic and your mental abilities and verifying 
because there are a lot of stories people are saying which can be easily proven false uh, yes like you know yes 20 and back and life on mars and you know i'm not going to name names but you can't live on mars you just can't mm. there is <laughs> No. Tell that to Elon. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder about dream. Yeah, don't sleep on Elon, though. I, I'm not a fan, but he's got you know he's got government connections. He's being funded by the government. Uh, who was it? Uh, Werner von Braun said, uh, you know, and you know who he is. Uh, and if not, we can explain. He said that uh, there was a guy who's going to be very instrumental in the United States going to Mars, and his name was Elon. Um, mm. Now, I'm just saying, don't sleep. I'm not saying that's gospel truth. No, but, no, no, you know, no. he came here, Operation Paperclip. He's mm. a Nazi. So now, now they say, well, he was, he was, you know, he was young, and Hitler recruited him. Okay, but he was talking about the rocketry. He was talking about the technology that Hitler was developing, and mm -hmm. he came out and said, "We got this information from." people from outer space. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, but then again, you see, you see, I gave you a little truth. You can document this, but mm -hmm. there's yeah, yeah. all this, it's muddled. And so through your own spiritual growth, because as Preston's been saying for 20 years, as I've been saying for 20 years, as you were saying, this phenomenon is not just about lights in the sky. It's about the transformation of consciousness in order to change the reality and to have the the, the life we want, the mm -hmm. life that we say we want. Yeah, right. in this field, it, it is modeled. There is a lot of disinformation. Thank you, yeah. So we really do have to be careful and use our intuition and verify the facts. Mm -hmm. And I think people need to recognize that pretty much everything we know about the UFO phenomena and the extraterrestrial presence on our planet does not come from government. Mm although they have been spewing out lies mm -hmm. for 80 years. Shame, shame, shame on them. Shame all on we them. know comes from contactees, period. Mm -hmm. Everything that we know that's at, at all verifiable comes from those who've had the firsthand experience with it. That's yeah. where we can turn to true knowledge. That and your own experiences. So we need to stop listening to people who are just flat out lying. Mm -hmm. um, and that, that's, I think, where a big real problem is. And that's easily fixable. Mm -hmm. Just stop listening to the lying governments. and the That's the false flags of everything, right? That's Exactly. Look yeah. to the contactees. Mm -hmm. Examine Betty and Barney Hill's case in detail. Look at mm -hmm. what happened to Travis Walton. Look at the case of Dolly Saffron. Look mm -hmm. at Betty Andreasen. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people. Sherry Wild. I like her mm -hmm. case. The work of Barbara Lamb. I think mm -hmm. she's a really good researcher. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, John Mack pretty much laid it out oh, as well. <laughs> John Mack, yes. Even speaking from the grave. Uh, I just want to put this. You probably know about this. Um, uh, go, there's, there's a movie coming out. This has been in the works from different people. Mm. about Betty and Barney Hill. And guess who's one of the producers? Michelle and Barack Obama. Wow. Did not see that coming. <laughs> it's like, yeah. wow. Why yeah. Why do you think that they would, they would go behind 
a production like that. I mean, I think it's a great story to tell, absolutely. But that's well, a little well, bit. Well, you know what? I think that, you know, pres presidents are privy mm -hmm. to a certain amount of information about this on a need-to-know basis. But mm -hmm. Barack's not president anymore. Right. Now, of course, there's a security oath and what have you. Mm. But you know what I'm saying, Michelle? Why not? I, I it, agree. It, it I'm gives, all for anybody. It gives, it, it gives some. It gives some oomph to it. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. um, it's well, a way the, of kind of putting your finger sure. in the bowl without. You know what I mean? Sure, I'm, for I, sure. I'm loving it. I'm, and 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 so I, I think we'll hear more about it. But yeah. I've been reading Variety and whatever you know, the old actor in me. Um, but but this is this is pretty much uh, some truth behind this, and that um, and that because it's been that particular story obviously done with James Earl Jones, you know, uh, the the uh, the interrupted journey back in the seventies and what have you. Love that movie. <laughs> yes, but, but I also think it's a way. It does a couple of things. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it's an interracial couple. We live in a world now that that's not such a big deal. Mm -hmm. Number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, though, is that as we've been in, we, you know, indoctrinated is not the right word, but we've been being led all these many years, the public. Now you you can say whether they're demonic or not, but we're being con we're being subtly or not so subtly coached to be able to accept this now. Mm -hmm. Whether we can make a false flag out of this, and I know we talk, that's something else, and I'm sure we'll get to. We're, we're on for another hour. Mm -hmm. But make no mistake, always that connection between Hollywood and the Pentagon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it's slowly but surely putting this out there, getting us prepared. So mm -hmm. when they come with the false flag, which they will, mm -hmm. they've already done it. Uh, like I said, I've heard people say I'm retired from uh, the uh, mm. intelligence, but I've said, well, these are a threat. We also we've heard people, you know, talking about um, mm. you know, they're in our airspace. That you know, our airspace. This is this it's is probably our, them. Uh, and I so agree. Being, and also, <laughs> you know, go back and listen to what MacArthur said. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Douglas MacArthur, when he was saying that the next war would be with people from space, mm -hmm. Werner, Werner von Braun talking mm -hmm. about um, that you know we were going to have the Russian. We, I'm not doing in sequence, in sequence, Russian, Middle East, uh, Russia, and then the next that we were going to have a, a, a battle with people from outer space. So we're being led there. Mm -hmm. We're being led there, but mm -hmm. you gotta always gotta have a new enemy, because people are kind of you know okay. Well, we got Russia, you know they went in Ukraine. I'm not being trivial about that. Mm -hmm. And then the Middle East. But in order to spend, we spend more money on defense than any nation on earth, and you gotta have an enemy for that. That's right. When, when, yeah. Every year when I'm saying I need this, I need yeah. that, you mm -hmm. got to have an enemy. And, mm -hmm. and people are saying, well, who are we fighting? Mm -hmm. So that's part of the false flag that Werner von Braun talked about, that other people have talked about, because we got to have this defense spending. Mm -hmm. And before it's over with, 
yes, you're going to find out the government will come out and say extraterrestrials are real. They're going to say it. They can't not because one day someone's going to take a picture with their phone, not only of a craft, but of someone getting out of it. And how do you explain that away? But I'm, I'm you know, I've got to control the narrative. Mm-hmm. Now they're UAPs. But I will tell you that we need to be aware of that. I mean, we see we see false flag stuff. I, I get where Putin's coming from. I don't agree with how he does things. But, you know, they were talking about uh, doing a false flag nuclear thing. So in Ukraine, so mm-hmm. which, which would get I mean, so this is not unfathomable. Richard Dolan talks about mm-hmm. false flags. Mm-hmm. So uh, you got to have a spirit of discernment. Otherwise, Every new thing you see on social media or on or in or in the media period, you'll just believe you'll go crazy. Right. 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 Yeah, I'm very concerned about the whole false flag thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our governments have been pushing an ET threat narrative, which is absolutely unfounded and unsupported by the actual cases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a ridiculous idea. Mm-hmm. And it's dangerous. People- and it's dangerous. Yeah. And most people in the UFO community, I don't think buy it. I've seen little surveys on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And yes, some people do feel like this is, you know, scary or even a threat, but most mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. And it's obvious through simple logic right. to know that they have right. been around for how long before recorded history. They are right. far, far more advanced than us. They have access to the entire universe. Mm-hmm. They are not here to take over. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Dolly Saffron talks about this, but she's not the only one I've interviewed who's gone into depth with this. There was a lady uh, on the East Coast who asked this gray ET who introduced himself as Sen, and she asked him, are you planning on taking over our planet? And he said, no, (laughs) you guys are far too emotional. You're really hard to be around. You're very aggressive. Your planet is too crowded. It's heavily polluted. Mm -hmm. You have no need of it whatsoever. Mm So the idea that ETs are here to attack us is laughable. So it is. It really is. Coming down and shooting at us, that is government. And you can tell. There are ways to tell government craft from ET craft. Right. Uh, Well, Preston, but I I hear you. You don't want to confuse people with the facts, though. Uh, uh, You know, and I I agree with you. and, and, And for those listening who, if we're talking too far out, just look up Carol Chosen, C-H-O-S-I-N. She was working with Werner Von Braun after, you know, you know, he came here, Operation Paperclip. We excused some Nazis and they went to South America and then they came here because we were trying to incorporate people into our aerospace program because Hitler was devising these kind of super weapons. And he said, that they got their technology, I forget his mentor's name, another German individual, but they got their uh, technology from off-world intelligences. Mm-hmm. Now, when you add that to what um, what Douglas MacArthur, MacArthur talked about, that the next war would be with beings from outer space, when you when you add that to uh, Reagan's, you know, kind of, well, coy um, uh, comment about, I wonder 
what would happen if we would unite, if there was a threat from outer space when he was trying to sell the star, uh, what was it, the Star Wars Initiative, that, that shield, because that's not for, for ballistic missiles, mm-hmm. that's for uh, war for, from outer space. Mm-hmm. Uh, that shield that they were going to put over, maybe they have, Israel has it. <clears throat> and so oh, yeah. you start trying to connect these dots. Chosen <clears throat> C H O S I N. Um, she she has been big. I don't know if she's still doing it on um, the demilitarization of space because we're putting weapons in space. Uh, but she also talked about uh, Werner von Braun. I repeated this a half hour ago, who said back in the seventies mm-hmm. that we were going to fight in the Middle East that this was already planned. While we're asleep at night, there are folks thinking about what they're gonna do 30 years from now. Mm. And so there was uh, the Middle East, there was Russia, obviously. Forgot who the other one was, but the last one was the extraterrestrial enemy. And that we were going to sell that to the American people Mm. to keep the funding, to keep that money coming in, to keep using coal to keep using oil because there are the the exopolitics of this is what's crucial is that there are people who want to keep the same paradigm to keep using coal to keep the for the forever wars okay Mm. to keep this inequity so we're taking it up a notch that this is uh, for those people who say well i'm not political well you gotta be because the exopolitics of this is how do we deal with as emissaries, as, as emissaries, as ambassadors with star nations. So you're in it whether you want to be or not. Mm. However, we also have to keep in mind these false flag scenarios, which can happen. And we see it happening. You know, once people start saying, yes, they exist. So most of us in the UFO community go, like we clap like seals. Yes, we're being vindicated. Yes, I knew it. I knew it all along. But, mm-hmm. but the other part of that is, but they're in our airspace. They're a national security risk. That means they're going to be an enemy. Now, I actually heard Carol Rosen uh, speak about this. Yes, uh, I, yeah, I, was, no. I called it Chosen. It's Rosen. Um, yeah. You're right. <laughs> Very interesting what she said, and it made me think of the Colares incidents in Brazil, mm. which were negative uh, experiences where UFOs came down and hit people with beams of light and caused injuries and illnesses and death in some cases. Mm. And lead investigator finally came to the conclusion, if I'm correct, that this was not ET. I believe this was a false flag exercise, mm-hmm. sort of a pre um process of this going forward Mm. i'm going to say that yes there is an et threat to the cabal that Mm -hmm. is the et threat to their power structure to their control of the narrative to their control over humanity the enslavement Mm -hmm. of all humanity the suppression of technology and all to them and their jobs their place where they are right now that's the et threat to them It's not to humanity whatsoever. It's quite the opposite. It's the those two would, who are, are looking to do harm to humanity and the planet, basically. Yeah. If you want to know what, why ETs are here, look to the contactees. Study the onboard experiences, and you will see it follows a very 
set pattern. Person is taken on board, examined. Mm-hmm. Why? Why is this happening? Mm-hmm. Having over and over, people are like, haven't they learned enough? They're healing people. Mm-hmm. They're upholding their genetics. They're not only healing people, they are guiding them, teaching them. Mm-hmm. Most importantly, waking them up to all these psychic abilities, which is why we see so many contactees coming back with telepathy, mm-hmm. with hands-on healing abilities, with mm-hmm. the entire range of paranormal activity, astral mm-hmm. projection, clairvoyance, psychic reading, mediumship. Mm-hmm. Most of the contactees I've interviewed, pretty I'm, I won't say without exception, but almost display these abilities. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's a coincidence. Mm-hmm. There's also one other thing that also may be going on. Mm-hmm. Um, is that by taking our DNA, by using that, um, you don't have to start from scratch that if there is a catastrophe, human-made or not, they have ourselves. They have what it takes to start life again at another mm-hmm. time and place. I, I think that's important to, mm-hmm. to at least consider um, because if we were seated here, which I believe we were, there's evidence in the Bible, I think we could, one could argue it, that, that because, you know, um, if you look at Palladian literature, if you read, you know, worlds have been destroyed and, and receded. Mm. So this would not be the first time the earth went through a catastrophe, whether it was human made or not. We could look at Atlantis. We could look at um, the, Lyri- the, the Lyrans. We could look at, you know, the Palladians. Because a lot of these beings say, we have already been where you are. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to tell you mm-hmm. that this is not going to be pretty. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we start all over. Uh, and and, and, and I, I, I um, you know, I love the life of the mind. I love the metaphysics of it. But I also want to remind us of the words of Henry David Thoreau that you don't want to be so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good. And so, you know, from an exopolitical perspective, uh, uh, are we mature enough to be in this federation, if you will? Uh, 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 I'm talking about Earth. Are, are we, you know, we, we may go the way of other civilizations from other planets. We may destroy ourselves. Well, there may be a big rock asteroid that hit us. I think we're babies on the grand scheme of things. You know, but, but, <laughs> and ET's here to say, but, come on. But there needs to be a, really even if there's that. a change in consciousness, you right. know, I, I think, I think, and this is me, I'm going to put my, my preacher hat on. Right. You know, sometimes we get so enamored, not the word, but we get so concerned about what other people are doing. Let me tell you this. Let's say tomorrow a big rock comes and takes us all out. Mm. Okay. It doesn't matter what everyone else is doing. What matters is what are you doing? What are you doing to me? Because see, when I'm so busy looking at everybody else, I don't have to look at me. I don't mm. have to look at my insecurities. I don't have to look at my jealousies. I don't have to look at my stuff. I don't have to because I'm so busy with the world. Mm. And I'm not saying you got to have, I'm saying you got to have your feet in both things. But the bottom line is, is that let's say there's a nuclear exchange and we all, you know, we all go away to where we come from and come back. The point is, is that what did you do? 
what are you doing? Because I like to be, you know, in another life, I probably would have been a diplomat. I, I, if I had to live this life over, maybe not a minister, maybe, maybe an envoy or something. My point being is this, is that we also want to dial it back to, you know, we're talking about these things and that's great, but we can't change the world, but we can change ourselves. And by changing ourselves, we do change the world. And sometimes we can get so focused on, yes, the government lies to us and we can't go back. People have died. They were in the wrong place at the wrong time. Roswell, trying to get the truth out. Lazar, these folks, some people lost their lives. It's almost like what happened in South Africa with Mandela. Remember they had this commission on what, we may have to have that here in the United States where we go, okay, you effed up really bad, our government, you killed people, you, you, you ruined people's lives, mm. but now we wanna go forward because the bottom line is this, what is Michelle doing? What is Preston doing? What, is, what, is, what, what are people doing to, to raise the vibration of the planet? Because we can only do what we can do, but that is good enough. Mm -hmm. Well, like you say, the best way to help others is to help yourself. Mm -hmm. The only way to teach is through example. My mm -hmm. dad always said, you can't tell anybody anything. <laughs> and I think to a certain extent, that's true. And right. honestly, we do have to look to ourselves for answers and right. recognize that. I mean, here's the message that a lot of contactees get. And when I heard Dolly say it, I'm like, yep, we are one. You know, they, we, you are us, we are you, we are one. And I think we need to recognize that, that when, if you're hurting someone else, you're truly just hurting yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> not a sexy message. We've been hearing it all through the time we've been here. This is not news, guys. No, this but. Is, this is not, this is not, people were saying this who never saw a star person. It's just that for whatever reason, it's hard for us collectively. Mm-hmm to let that sink in. And, because and, you know, our society has conditioned us to be different and not accept one another's differences. Right. I'll tell you, I was, I was testing a piece of equipment one time and, you know, voices were coming through and I'm like, all of a sudden I heard a very a distinct voice I'd never heard before. I'm like, who are you? And Dolly's message came out exactly. And this was like, like this was like six, seven years ago. And it said, you know, we are you, you are us. Yeah. We are one. So just word for word. And I recorded it. And yeah, I was just like, and then that, then everything just cut off. That was it. That was the message. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and all I said was, who are you? <laughs> yeah. Blah, 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 blah. All right. That's a yeah, deep, yeah, yeah. that's, that's a deep, you know, to me anyway, it's very deep and, 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 and you, and it's just very feeling it hits the core, but I think we're so conditioned to not accept one another's differences, whether it be political, whether it be religious, whether it be, you know, skin color, sexual preference, you name it, you know, we as individuals, we have just been conditioned to not accept it. So how can we expect people to take the basic message such as we are one and, you know, uh, we have a collective consciousness and we all, and I've toyed around with this collective consciousness thing 
you know, and, and, and the way I did it was I said, I'm going to put the most obscure word I haven't heard like in a million years, which was like swell. I don't hear <laughs> swell very often, but it's just a simple word. All of a sudden I started hearing people say, Oh, that's swell. Or I started seeing it on television. I'm kind of going, so you see, there's something to this collective consciousness thing for sure. And every single day I get up and I try to put positive vibrations out, positive words out into that collective consciousness and put project that energy out. Because I think if we all did that, we would be in a very different place. And I think that the ET is very much about that. Can, can, can I, can I, can I come? Of course, you don't have to raise your hand, darling. You just throw it out there. <laughs> I'm having flashbacks. Okay. Being in school and Michael get out. Uh, stand okay. in the corner. Um, I, I, I'm with you. Right. Um, and there's not, no, there's not a but. Okay. I'm with you. I think that on a spiritual level mm. and on a human level, which are the same things, we have it would be helpful if we did what we did without looking for the outcome. I think what, what, what gets in the way is that I'm doing this and they're not, or I'm doing this and I'm not seeing the outcome. Mm -hmm. and, and maybe the things that we do, it's like planting a tree. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you may not see you may plant a tree and you may not live long enough to sit under the shade of it. Right. But I right. think that the human thing is I need that immediate gratification. Right. I need to do the right thing because I got to tell you something, guys, and you may not like it and I don't care. <laughs> there are 9 billion people on the planet. <clears throat> All If you are still thinking that 9 billion people are all going to come together mm. at the same place in the same mindset at the same time, mm. you are deluded. Mm -hmm. Okay. If mm -hmm. you look back, Jesus couldn't do it. Buddha couldn't do it. Mm. They're, they're, you know, and, 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 and these, we could argue we're starting. But doesn't evolution and, and, and coming to the place where awareness yeah, but evolution, listen, listen to me. Do you think you got three people that can see a car accident out here and all three people would see it differently? Mm -hmm. And I'm not trying to be a damper. I'm just saying that th th this is where it is. Right. And so when you look at it that way, because what happens is we get frustrated because the eight, the other eight, nine billion people aren't behaving the way we think they should. Right. I mean, let's be honest. When 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 you take a, when when you when you when you when you take you you know you strip the bones and spit out the fat. That's what we can say, and that's ego. Mm -hmm. The point is, is that you plant your seed, and you see how it grows. Mm -hmm. You you try to live the life that you say you want to live mm -hmm. and you got to trust whether I go out here and get hit by a car tomorrow and I can't be on your show in two months right. or what have you, mm -hmm. but you got to trust that the universe is unfolding as it should. But what we do is we get so caught up and like, they're not doing it. Putin's not acting the way I think he should act. Biden's not doing the way he should act. 
Uh, uh, these people are not doing, and that distracts us. And then we get this anxiety and we forget mm. that the whole spiritual truth, whether it's the Dalai Lama or is that you are responsible for you. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not even that deep. 12 steps tell you that. I went to 12 steps for, for codependency. Yeah. And it works for codependency, it works for sexual addiction, it works for alcohol, but basically there's a set that you stay in your lane, that you're responsible for yourself. Mm -hmm. But if you get upset because the other 9 billion people aren't acting the way we think they should act, mm -hmm. you've lost it. Right, right. Yeah, well, I think to a certain extent, the earth is a school and it's going to remain that way. And we come down here to learn these hard lessons of loss and division and these challenges of rising above the hatred and the greed and the corruption mm -hmm. um, in a way to learn what these things are and how to overcome them. And mm -hmm. going back to what you said earlier, there's an old saying, which I always thought was so cliche, which is thoughts are things. Right. You know, they're yeah. not really. <laughs> they're just thoughts. But then, yeah. you know, when you start having astral experiences and you go to the other side, your thoughts will physically manifest around you. It mm -hmm. is like a laser cannon. Mm -hmm. And I think that power is evident on the third dimensional plane as well. Mm -hmm. Thoughts do affect each other. And you right. can see this in humanity. There are several inventions and discoveries and schools of thought that appeared at the same time. Mm -hmm. Calculus was invented simultaneously. Pottery, mm -hmm. uh, theory of evolution. There's all kinds of this stuff. Mm -hmm. Shows where when an idea's time has come, it will manifest. Right. So I think to some degree, yes, we can all come together. Mm -hmm. and I think everyone on this world knows the difference between right and wrong. Mm -hmm. right. Uh, love is right. No, mm -hmm. hate is wrong. That's right. I mean, it's so obvious. Right. Uh, well, I, I agree with Preston. I agree with that. However, I'm going to push further. What does the love look like? Because you know what? Tomorrow, we could all hold hands and love each other. It's kumbaya. We love each other. But we could love each other, and the same people are still in power. Yeah. Okay? It's the same programs. for. What does that look like for people who are marginalized? What does that We're look like? We're not loving each other. People poor, are still in power. Poor, poor <laughs> That's people. not love. Yeah, well, 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 but I'm just saying, what, what, you know, because love is such an abstract word. I love what the Buddhists talk about. They talk about compassion, which right. is another way of saying it. But I'm saying, what does love mean? Because love has to look like. What does what 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 would it look like? Was it kumbaya? Because we use it so much that it kind of loses its meaning. It but means love, no more lying. Well, no well, it also feeling. means that you don't beat up people. It no also feeling. means that you don't you don't get pulled over at a traffic stop and get beat up by police. It also means that um, that you don't that people uh, are not things that you just don't look at them as social security numbers and what have you. See, that's what I said about being so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good. It has to be, what does that look like in my day to day life? Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, I don't care whether you're white, black, gay, rich, poor, mm. but what does that look like? Does it look like free education? Does it look like free 
health care? Mm-hmm. Does it look like um, uh, that that we that we 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 look at the earth as part of us and not because that you you have to go from we got love okay but what's that going to look like in this in this world that we live in? I know people say well we're going to go to the fifth dimension okay but until then <clears throat> until then there are people down here right now in the three D dimension mm-hmm. that need healthcare. That mm-hmm. needs food, that need education, mm-hmm. and and that's where the grounding has to come in. Because otherwise, we just have these ethereal ideas. Mm-hmm. I think right now there's a lot way. of there's a lot of every man for himself going on. Yeah, um, Preston, hundred monkey study. Okay, come on, Michael's brought it up twice, so I want to make sure we get it in. <laughs> Wow. Like it's like hundred monkeys. I think, I, yeah, but I think I think Preston already talked about that about telepathy, about uh, intuitiveness. Yeah, about, I know he brought I mean, it up I'm twice. Not, I mean, so I, I, I'm kind of wondering if we missed something. <laughs> but you certainly you certainly talked about that. Yeah, I mean, let's face it, telepathy is real. It's been proven mm-hmm. in a laboratory setting. It's non-local a, connectivity, call it what you will. Yeah, it's a natural human talent. It really is. Mm-hmm. And it's very pronounced among contactees because ETs <laughs> communicate that, mm-hmm. that way. And so you see contactees instantly recognizing each other without right. any words passing between them. But mm-hmm. just think, if I mean, we really don't need cell phones. We could communicate on a fully conscious level. Mm-hmm. Through pure telepathy. And if we had that ability and we used it, greed and corruption would disappear pretty darn quick. Mm-hmm. And we would not elect a lot of these people who are in office because mm-hmm. we can see that they are lying. Mm-hmm. So many contactees tell me, like, I don't know how to explain this to you, but I can read a person. I know what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. It's very easy for contactees to tell when a person is lying. And this, I think, is one of the ET agendas. And this is the hundredth monkey thing. Mm -hmm. Once you get enough people who have evolved to that level, Mm -hmm. it starts spreading to others. And again, that's how we learn. It's like, why is this person happy? What am I Mm -hmm. doing wrong? You Mm -hmm. can't really teach them. They will look at you. And when they are ready, they will start seeking the answers within themselves. Mm -hmm. That's ultimately, again, and I keep saying that, Stop looking to others for answers, especially to our governments. You can read every book you want on UFOs. You can interview all the people. Ultimately, you're never going to know UFOs are real until you see one. It's a different experience for everyone besides that, isn't it? Yeah. We see the same thing. It's like the perception, like like that Reverend Michael was saying. We see it, but it's it's all different, including our experiences with extraterrestrials. I don't know. I I think our beliefs do color experience, but it doesn't shape reality. Our beliefs ultimately don't create reality. Not certainly here in the third dimension. It's a construct that is follows laws that cannot be broken. Mm -hmm. Even talking about paranormal and miracles and all this, this is not breaking physical laws. Mm -hmm. We don't live in a matrix. Mm -hmm. That is a movie. There is no evidence to support that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So I, it always kind of baffles me when people bring that up. What, the matrix theory? <laughs> yeah. yeah so, I don't know, man. I keep, you know, I'm like, I want to go back to Oz. <laughs> I'm not having fun anymore. <laughs> so, you know, but yeah, I get it. 
I, I don't know. I don't know, Preston. I think quantum physics does tell us that the way we perceive reality is what happens to us, that thoughts are things because they're energy. And I think that that's a good thing in the sense that it lets us know that we have more power than we think we do. And that, it, you know, the Buddha said this, uh, you know, 2,500 years ago, that mm-hmm. thoughts are things mm-hmm. and that our thoughts do shape our reality. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're talking about the matrix, I mean, and, and I don't know what you're saying. I'm, I'm thinking, I know people say, well, this is a prison planet. And here, I'm not sure I agree with that. I think that's kind of pessimistic. But I think, I mean, at least from my experiences, from my contacts, I have been explicitly showed that the way I look at life is the way that life will reflect back to me what I believe. Well, some people look at this as being also like a sort of Noah's Ark. You know, that we're all sorts of yeah, different some types people do. Of I don't look at it that and, way. And, yeah, um, but, yeah. Theories, but, but then I, but then my reality is what you know, someone else can say, Well, Michael, that's not my experience, mm-hmm. but but you have to take into account, like Einstein said, Well, what do you believe? Because well, the fact is, if a tree falls in the forest, it does make a sound. Let's right. face it, right. Can, this world would exist independently of us. We are no, not it has. We're, we're like what the third or fourth kick at the can with respect <laughs> to civilization. I, I agree, President. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and what I'd actually really like to do is just read a quote from uh Talada. Yes. Who, who is Dolly Saffron's contact? He's a fifth dimensional entity. Okay. And he wrote this little thing about love. And love, you know, may sound like a sort of concept, but I think. If we allowed love and compassion to actually guide our actions, it would change things. And mm-hmm. here, here is what Talata wrote about love. And I just love this. this is, so I put this in the front of the book, Symmetry, and it's real short. It says, be strong in love. Love is what carries through. Love is what heals. Love is the strength of life. Love has no limit. I love that. Therefore, let love become who you are. Let love evolve to its fruition. Let the light that is love burn bright. Let its wisdom guide you to higher understanding. Let its power move you to teach its power to others. Love. Be strong in love. It's simple, but it really is. It's deep. um, Something that would solve so many of our problems. No, it it is. It's very profound. It reminds me a little bit of Corinthians, what Paul's talking about. What I'm what I'm saying is that that's a, that's up here. Mm-hmm. What I want to say is, what would that look like? That that because those are ideas that I mean, and, and you can't argue with that. Mm-hmm. No one could argue with anything he this man just read. Channeled mm-hmm. people have said it. Paul said it. The Apostle Paul, Jesus has said it. But I'm saying, let's bring it from the ethereal. What would that look like concrete? Would it look like, again, healthcare? Would mm-hmm. it look like uh, yes. a non-aggression with other nation states? I mean, because until we go to the fifth or whatever dimensions, we live here. Mm-hmm. And so what would love look like to people in Ukraine? What would it look like to Russia? Not just about, oh, we'd stop shelling you, mm-hmm. but would would the UN come in and 
and and and and kind of rebuild. That that's what I'm talking about because mm. in because people are saying when they've lost faith, when there's this sense of nihilism. I'm not talking about religious faith, mm -hmm. but I'm saying when I look at Dr. King, Dr. King was all about love, but he was saying this is what love looked like. Mm -hmm. You you treat you you you're looking past skin color. You're looking mm -hmm. because otherwise. It just becomes, and I think that extraterrestrials are talking about this too. Not just how we we are not looking at people racially. You need to take care of your planet. You need they're they're saying this is concrete. Now people were saying this before, or either or ETs. Maybe it was inspired or whatever. But mm -hmm. what does that look like mm -hmm. now? Mm -hmm. What does it look like? A woman can have control of her body. And people will say that's politics, but you are kidding yourselves because when the when 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 the Palladians talk about their societies, they talk about this stuff. They're not talking about abortion specifically, but they're talking about the, these rights that we have with our women. We're talking about the rights that we have here. That's why exopolitics came along. And so, because there's a lot of people who will say, "Well, I don't want to get political." How can you not? Exopolitics is about being political and mm -hmm. it's about dealing with extraterrestrials. Mm -hmm. What does love look like? Mm -hmm. Jesus talked about Buddha. Mm -hmm. What does it look like here mm -hmm. and now? Yeah, well, okay. you can recognize it when you see it. I hope so. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, well, so far we have. That the ETs themselves, going back to the ET subject, don't have government. Mm -hmm. They don't have politics. There's, There's there, no federal you know, that's not well. Then we there would is, be two different things because there, they do. That's why if there's if there's a federation of planets, that's called politics. There isn't. I have zero evidence of a galactic federation. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean it's not true. That just means you don't have evidence. Yeah, but if there is a galactic federation, if there is a planet, that's what exopolitics is about, then that in itself is political. It may be a higher level of consciousness where they don't have the, when we look at the day the earth stood still, the original with Michael Rennie, Michael Rennie was talking about exopolitics. We have a government, we have a planet that we get together and earth has violated this. And if you keep doing this, we can't allow it. That's politics. Yeah. I'm not denying that whatsoever. I am just saying that the, I don't see that in the ET contactee accounts. Mm -hmm. Any galactic federation, any government, any money, any rank, any federalized system, anything like that. They mm -hmm. are telepathic beings, all of them. And they recognize their oneness far more than we do. Mm -hmm. we, we create divisions among ourselves and like call this person this and that person that. They look at each person. This is what I've come to learn from all the people I've interviewed mm -hmm. uh, as one. They okay, well, then I, I, will, I, will, I will say this. That is lovely, but we're not there yet. And so we are still at the level of politics. This is what yeah. started. Yeah, we may have, we, don't, we still need money. We still, but I'm just saying that Politics and exopolitics, if you have government, if you have a group of planets saying we need to watch Earth, we want to let them in here. Even if you don't have that, in order to advance 
You have to have a system. And that's it. It may not be politics as we know it, which is petty, which is, uh, uh, you know, us versus them. But I think we're kidding ourselves if we don't think that there is politics involved in our dealings with other planets. It had to be for them to be where we are and to go where they are. Well, ultimately, I think it comes down to education. I remember when I was a little kid, I'm driving along with my mom and we came upon a speed bump. I'd never seen one of these before. I'm like, mom, what the heck is that? She's like, that's a speed bump. What are you talking about? I'm like, why would they put a bump in the road? <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> because people speed. I'm like, but why? Yeah. And that's kind of how I look at governments as mm. speed bumps. They're yeah. only there for people who aren't morally, ethically evolved, who aren't there Which yet. is where we are. Mm. Yeah, which is really unfortunate. Which is where we are. But it's and still an obstacle. Speak. It's a speed bump. <laughs> and it's yeah. not a good thing. We should not need those. And yet mm -hmm. we do. I agree. We need speed bumps, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. I was so shocked because <laughs> I could not believe that this was how they dealt with things. I know. <laughs> oh, really that was just a precedence for what was coming. Then no, let's put bumps in it. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it, it's true, though. I mean, I, I had a friend once say to me, actually, there was one of, one of my attorneys that said, you know, because the law, um, the law is for those who are law abiding. So yeah. I guess it would be the That's same, right. the same idea of, of what is. you're is. saying. That, that, that we're all created equal, but there's some people more equal than others. And mm -hmm. so even and, and, and get this, we're talking about no politics, but yet we're waiting for the politics of our uh, 3D dimensional Earth governments to tell us about disclosure. So you can't have it both ways. It doesn't mean that mm. we can't get to that place. But and if you read the literature, you know, whether you agree with Billy Meyer, I mean, his egos got involved. But when you if he if these Palladians are telling the truth and they're talking about their ancestry is Lyran, they had politics. That's why they had wars. If you want to talk about the Anunnaki, the Anunnaki had wars with each other over mm -hmm. politics. So when we say that now we, we may say, well, well, politics, there's a higher level of politics uh, with people who are more advanced. But to have federations, to have planets that say we are advanced and they're not, that's politics by any other name. <clears throat> and, 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 and I look I, again, I go back to one of my favorite movies, which is The Day the Earth Stood Still. And when Klaatu is talking about politics, that we of the other planets find you dangerous mm. and we need you to, to act to stop acting a fool so we can incorporate you into this federation that's not the word he uses or we will loose quote reduce the earth to a burned out cinder but that's politics it's exopolitics but it's politics. And when disclosure happens, when we, however we do it, whether we choose ministers or experiencers or ambassadors or whatever to, to communicate and negotiate with off-planet intelligences, that's politics. Mm. So at the end of the day, we have to step out of politics and we just have to go for basically what they're trying to teach us. Unity, awareness, evolution, Use the gifts that they've dumbed you up with <laughs> not being able to use. 
You know, we were that's we're, politics. That's politics. Yeah, I mean, I mean, because because we are so used to the negative connotation of politics, mm -hmm. and we don't have the Vaclav Havels, who you know mm -hmm. from Czechoslovakia. We don't have the Dr. Kings, who was both spiritual and political. So we just think well, politics, because we've been so intonated with the lower vibration of politics. But there's a higher vibration of politics. Mm -hmm. Even Christians who call Jesus Lord. When they sing their song, and the government will be upon his shoulders. That's mm -hmm. politics. The reason he got in trouble with Rome, one of the reasons was because Rome said, you are building a movement here. It may mm -hmm. be a movement of love. I'm sure they didn't think so, but mm -hmm. that's politics. Dr. King got assassinated because of a higher form of politics. So did Gandhi. So I think we're kidding ourselves. You got to get messy. The Buddhists say no mud, no lotus. Mm -hmm. These 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 people waking up in Iran and China and even here in the United States, that's politics. They're saying this old way of doing things is not working. We need a new paradigm. It may be a higher vibration, which thank whoever we need it. But you're kidding yourself. Otherwise, love becomes an abstraction. We just sing Kumbaya, and we're all psychic, and we all hold oh, hands. Oh, I, I think the government you know? and, and, and the world power so in a lot of distractions. I think I don't think they need to come out so much with an extraterrestrial distraction. I think that, you but know, you look at, you know, I won't say, you know, a serious, a serious court case that was going on. All of a sudden, all you're hearing about is... Johnny Depp and, and Amber Heard. I'm going, wait a minute, how does anybody care about this when there's this going on? It's yeah. just one thing after another. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. well, that's what the me media is. That's a yeah. distraction. It's a machine, it's a mind control machine, it's propaganda. And politics yes. has become a dirty word. It's extremely yeah. divisive, full yes. of hate and corruption. Yes. <laughs> and we have to find a way to move. Beyond that, and I think really I mean, what we're doing, education is the way. What we're doing right now, what, that right is right. What we're right. doing right That's now, right. Michelle and Preston, is political, because we are sending out a message that is contrary to the powers that be. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm proud to be on here, mm -hmm. but you're kidding yourself if you don't think that a you don't have a file. Uh, you're kidding yourself. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. You don't think the government doesn't have a file on uh, uh, Brother Preston or you. So, so, but I'm saying, but we're bringing politics up to a higher vibration. Politics is not a dirty word. It's just that what we're the, the, in the density that we live in and the unevolved people. But what we're doing right now is political, mm -hmm. because we're saying to people, there's another way. And I, I love, I'm glad to be a part of it. People mm -hmm. have been doing this for years. We talk about Jesus, we talk about, but this is, we're saying there's another way. And this is subversive because you don't think love is subversive? Preston, you sit up here talking about love. Michelle, you and I, people have died for this before us. Mm. This is subversive because it's scary. When you start getting people to love, you make yourself an enemy of the state. I'm not trying to be uh, uh, more self-important, but mm. this is serious business. I mean, okay, well, let's look at the politics of things in war. I mean, it's always been there, but let's look at the ancient people, for example. 
we have right now in, in the present, we have this major, we've been conditioned to have fear through media of having extraterrestrial contact. Let's go back to ancient times. Okay. Yes. There's, there's always been some sort of degree of politics, but they didn't have, they didn't have to fear. ET, they emulated them. They built monuments to them. Um, you know, you look at the Hopi, talked about their friends, the ant people. They went underground. They protected them. There are stories of this that go on in Peru. Um, you know, there, there's a statue to a reptilian being who helped people and brought them, you know, underground and lived with them and taught them things. There wasn't this fear that we have today. And there was politics back then too, to a degree. In I agree. I agree. That's what I'm saying. Right? Politics doesn't. We, you know what? We, we got along well with our, our, our. We have to redefine it. We have to bring people back. It's like um, I'm not a Christian. Um, the, the 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 right wing in this country, um, the extreme right wing, not everybody, has mm -hmm. said this is Christianity. I look at Christianity the way they're practicing, and I don't think that's Christianity. Mm. However, we could debate that. But my point being is that what we're saying is, okay, and they define it. Because I know people who are now, if you're Christian, oh, I can't be around that. There was a time that wasn't it. Because Christian mean, meant being something else. You have to read, for my Christian friends, I say, you have to redefine what Christianity is. You can't let someone else give your narrative. Mm -hmm. So for us, we're talking about politics. And I even know how I got it, but I'm I'm very interested in it. If if I wasn't a minister in another lifetime or next lifetime, mm. I'm going to be a diplomat. But my mm. point being is this: you can't. You, we have to say no. That's not what politics is about. Mm -hmm. This is what politics is about. When we look, we vision like like most like the many Native American air, uh, elders. We don't look for the next election. You look at seven years down the line. This is what we want for the people. You got to have some imagination. So we can raise, we can say, no, we're not going to let you take politics from us. Mm -hmm. That no one wants to get involved and have apathy and no one votes and whatever. We want to give people a choice. And right. that's what you're saying, Michelle, to, to my mind, that's what you're saying, Preston. And that's what we're saying on all these podcasts who promote this, that, that we're talking about a new world. There's going to be leaders in that new world. It may not be a hierarchy. It may be more like a circle, like like Aboriginal people. But they're going to be leaders. They're going to be elders. And politics doesn't have to mean dissension. Diversity doesn't have to mean being uh, divided from one another. But but there is politics. Well, I think you hit on a key concept. And uh, the elders, that's how the Native American society was often run. They looked to their elders for wisdom. I think we see this in a lot of cultures, and definitely we see this in some of the ET contact stories. Mm -hmm. They don't have governments. They don't have leaders. They look to each other. They're telepathic. Knowledge is something they all build upon together. I think government ultimately is for the unevolved. It's for mm -hmm. I, I, I get it. But, but until we get there, though, see, that's the thing. You yeah. can't go from... Uh, walk, crawling to walking, at least we can as Earth people. So you go and 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 those ET societies that got that, they didn't just they didn't just come out of the womb that way. They evolved to that, and so to raise our consciousness, we have to evolve to that. And so you do maybe you you have more evolved leaders, you know, because we can't jump from unconscious to superconscious. 
These folks are thousands of years ahead of us, technologically, some of them, and spiritually. So we have to crawl before we can walk. Yeah, and I think the way to do that is to develop our psychic abilities. That is a crucial, well, that's one way. crucial that's, step. That's one way. Mm -hmm. I say one way to do that is start treating people a little more equitably. Yes, please. You know, yeah. yeah, which doesn't, which doesn't, which doesn't say you don't need psychic ability. But uh, you know, it, you know, I, I, I don't need psychic ability to go work in a homeless shelter, to volunteer. I don't need psychic ability to go uh, uh, talk to a sister who's been raped or is thinking about abortion because there's no other way out. I don't need psychic ability for that. So what I'm saying is, we take that knowledge. And we apply it where it's needed. Because otherwise, people don't have hope. People can't wait until we go to the fifth dimension. People can't wait until we all get psychic abilities. Man, that may, it's nine billion people here. So what do we do in the meantime? I'm talking to you guys about this, right? Tomorrow, I got to go to work. Tomorrow, I can't wait about psychic abilities. My, 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 my daughter's going to be in college in 18 months. I'm dealing with people who have problems here and now. So until we get there, and it's not about we, it's about me and how I decide to go. I need to be able to apply that knowledge and wisdom to now. There's a difference between knowledge and wisdom. There's a difference between information and wisdom. And so someone may say, you know what, Michael, I love what you're saying about psychic ability, but you know what? I can't pay my freaking rent. Mm -hmm. I got COVID. I got, so you say, okay, let's take one mountain at a time. That's what I'm saying. Bring it down so people can relate to it and then they'll buy in. Otherwise it's always in the future. And, and to be honest with you, we could all kill ourselves. You know, mm -hmm. a big rock could hit us and whatever. And that's my thing, that, that we got to put the work in. I know people will say, well, if, if we get in a nuclear war, the ETs will save us. Maybe, maybe not. I don't like that idea because it's like some God or some Santa Claus will come save us. When people are grown, mature, individually or collectively, you have accountability. No one's going to come clean up my mess. If they do, it's icing on the cake. But we put ourselves in this jam. People say, well, God, if there's a God, how come he, she, was mostly he, doesn't help? Why? God didn't do this. We did it. And there are a lot of people that believe, though, that that ET being, would intervene. Being a spiritual being is being accountable. Sure. Being responsible. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, the That's ETs are intervening to a certain degree, to the degree that no they question. can. No question. to save us? interfering our karma mm. uh people have asked the ets like why don't you just come down and help us mm -hmm. and we can't it is up to you to solve your own problems right. we can provide guidance we can show you the way this is the way we have to pay attention right exactly we have to, we be, have willing. to be willing to i change. understand that people are we struggling i mean change. we all earth is a hard school everyone has to work and pay the yes. bills and Amen. go through all of this, but you do have time to meditate. Mm -hmm. Everyone must sleep. And when mm -hmm. you go to sleep, that's actually what is happening. Mm -hmm. uh, you have every opportunity through every moment of every day to meditate. You can live in a state of meditation. Mm -hmm. It is 
each person's duty to evolve spiritually. You can't wait for someone to do it for you. You have to do it. Mm -hmm. It might not be easy, but this will lift us up. And it's inevitable. In my mind, we are going to evolve one way or another. Mm -hmm. It might take lifetimes, but it will happen. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah, I, I, I agree as well. I think that's a wonderful way to end it. Yes. <laughs> On a note of hope. I do. I do. I believe the same thing. So why don't we, as we near the top of the hour, uh, Preston, why don't we start? What do you have coming up? I know you are coming back on the show March 23rd. So. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I'm keeping busy. I'm putting out a <laughs> new book shortly. Uh, I yeah. do want to give a little shout out to Dolly, who put, uh, is putting out a new YouTube video tomorrow about how to raise your psychic abilities. And this, so I think that's really appropriate. Yes. Yeah, I've got a YouTube channel. I'm really putting out my research as fast as I can, because I think this is a very important subject. All of this. Right. It is yeah. time for us to wake up, to move away from fear. Mm -hmm. to really allow love and compassion and truth to guide our actions. Mm -hmm. Stop listening to the lying governments. They're right. not going to help us. Right. I, I don't think they're ever going to disclose, honestly. I really don't. They may at some point start talking about humanoids, but they haven't yet. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> well, disclosure is going to, I mean, it's already happened, let's face it. Anyone right. who wants to know yeah. if UFOs are real just has to look at <laughs> the evidence. Right. It's there. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to go through some tough times. There's no doubt about it. Someone got on my case recently, and I haven't responded to them yet. But, like, how can you call the collapse of society good news <laughs> if a mm -hmm. comes and kills everybody and your cell phones don't work? We're back in the Stone Age. Well, my response would be, listen, we have been living in absolute slavery, corruption, war, pollution, divisiveness, mm. hatred for far too long. That has mm -hmm. to stop. And this could provide us an opportunity. Can you imagine mm -hmm. if all technology dropped and we got lifted up mm -hmm. and had the opportunity to go to another planet? This may say, sound like science fiction, but if you look at the accounts of the contactees, you will see there's truth there. This is a really interesting time to live, and I think we should all yeah. be grateful. Mm -hmm. Move away from fear. Do the best you can. Have fun. Live your life. And it's right. going to be an awesome ride. That would be my closing message. Love. I love both of you. I love all of you. I can't add to that. He said it. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, <laughs> you guys. So what do you have coming up, though? Michael, are you speaking anywhere? What do I have coming up? I need to take a nap. I, uh, <laughs> Me too. That, that, that's what I, that's what I got going on. I'm going to have a glass I of wine. I love sleeping. No, I, uh, uh, what, I'm going to be at, um, at uh, UFO conference in Michigan in September. Mm -hmm. Who knows? I haven't heard from ancient aliens. You know, they call me a couple times a year. In the meantime, I'm watching my daughter grow up. She's going to be leaving in 18 months to go to college, wherever that's going to be. Uh, I got, you know, I got, uh, I got a new marriage. I got a, uh, I got my church. So my, my, my cup runneth over and I got some podcasts coming up. So, you know, I'm just taking it a day at a time. It's not mm -hmm. sexy, but it works for me. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. I guess, you know, for me, part of the message and all of this, everything we've been talking about is there's so many distractions out there 
a social media. I think the new ones are all oh. these new video sites. I don't want to just say by all these, um, <laughs> you know, distractions. I think we need to all learn because let's face it, this is a distraction. It's easy, but it's all of these yeah. things that keep us knee deep in distraction. Be a participant in your own life. Just be a participant. Just do yeah. things. Get out there and do things and see, you know, what everything yeah. has to offer. I know there's a lot of hardship yeah. out there. And I know that there's a lot um, of growing to do. And people all have their own way of doing that. And I really hope that, you know, the people can find their way. However that may be. Mm -hmm. Even yeah. if it's just one little piece of positivity in their life. And I always say like with, with the show, you know, Amelia and I offer a platform for people to, you know, to, to come out people like yourself, just to come out and put all of this out there and just be something that takes you away for a couple of hours, if anything, but where you can, you can learn something hopefully, or be entertained, get a chuckle or two. Um, but one way or another, just participate because yeah. it can be great, right? It's, so. Yeah, I mean, this is it. I thank you for your ministry, both of you. I mean, I call it a ministry. This is like a congregation and, and, and you have your followers and you're feeding them. We saw by what was coming across the screen, mm -hmm. it's a big responsibility, but you're raising the frequency. Mm -hmm. I, thanks for having me on. I would love to do it again as many times as we can. Mm -hmm. I think we got a good thing here. And um, I say thank you to both of you. Oh, my goodness. It is a pleasure. And I thank you both for coming on. And, Michael, you're you're back on again on, let me double check, the 15th of March. God, you guys are just like yes. a week apart. Oh, and God, it's like tomorrow. I mean, it's going. <laughs> You, you guys haven't, I've said this to Preston, you know, several times, this is your second time on, but you guys have an open door policy. So you have something oh, coming on you. and you want to come on and you just want to, you know, you just want to put it out there, you know, whether it's a book, whether it's an event, whether it's just a message, you're always, always welcome, both of you and Dolly too. And, uh, oh, let's say I love that. Thank you, Richard. <laughs> Thank you, Richard. <laughs> I love thank it. You, I love it. So thank you guys very much for coming on. And um, I will be in touch, of course. Yay. All right. Thank you. Time for All my right. nap. See y'all. All right, guys. Good night. Good night. Good night, Preston. Bye. Well, we've come to the end of another fantastic segment here on the Outer Realm. Uh, lots of feedback, uh, lots of people in chat tonight, and lots of people watching and listening. So big thank you, of course, to Preston Dennett. Big thank you to Reverend Michael Carter. Big thank you to all of you in chat. Uh, we appreciate you all so very much, and we you just make it that much better. You guys are just a hoot. Um, of course, thank you to our sponsors, Folgers Coffee, Justin Snicker, Dr. Snick, Steve McGinnis. We thank you very much. Uh, if you need to contact us, we did have the email up on the, the board here, but it's the outer realm contact at gmail.com. Again, the outer realm contact at gmail.com. If you guys like what you see, no matter where you're watching, please 
subscribe, like, follow. And if you're on Roku, get out to Roku and look us up. But United Public Radio, UFO, UFO, Paranormal Radio, United Public. I need a channel number, Joe. I'm just getting tongue-tied every time I try to say this thing. But anyway, check us out. Um, you guys will, will really, really be happy you did. So tomorrow night, we welcome the return of uh, John Kachuba. He's going to be discussing uh, his books on Ohio hauntings i know just like i love it getting back to a little bit of uh a little bit of paranormal so thank you all very much and i'm really thrilled that you like it guys um thank you thank you thank you uh, you guys are just great there we go all right so we'll see you guys tomorrow good night